Um, welcome back to Through Shame uh, with your hosts, John Reeves and... And Gabriel Boyle. And today for the podcast, what we ended up talking about is we talked a lot about emotion and how the way you express emotion is not only shaped by masculinity, but also kind of more locally, how that's shaped by the family environment. So we spent a lot of time talking about like family dynamics, our family structures, and kind of how those are tied to like what emotional expression we feel like. Well, I guess just what emotional expression we tend towards, mm-hmm. whether we tend towards it. Um, how those have shaped, how those structures have shaped how we exist as humans now. And we also kind of look at like the intersection with like these dynamics and race. So right. we're going to kind of start mixing Which is in, inextricable. Like, yeah, completely inextricable. You know, I, I, I love this one TikTok sound. Uh, I think it's from Family Guy. Um, and it's uh, it's Stewie saying, uh, same, same shit, different shapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big believer of that. Um, uh, these are entirely tied. Uh, so yeah. Thanks for listening. First of all, I, I don't want to have to ask you again. Like, it's a pretty clear timing at this point. Like, look, man. Your upbringing sounds so painful. <clears throat> you know, and I've always seen it as like, man, this is standard. No, what room do I have to? You didn't even talk about like, I like, and like, this makes sense. But like, I just, I didn't like think about, I feel silly saying this, but I didn't mm. think about, yeah, like, I guess you guys didn't really talk about it with, us or I didn't I don't know if I've asked no. you about it but it's like what a painful thing to be experiencing and like you're like oh your family is like your parents are not putting an effort into like maintaining the family unit right now right because they're trying to like deal with this relationship they have with each other which they also probably have not been putting effort in well yeah and we didn't see any of that effort either they didn't really keep us in the loop with like what was going on with that so it was just kind of like this this is kind of how communication uh <clears throat> like communication flowed in our household was like we could all sense a stirring in the in the ether and like what are mom and dad doing going on dates we got a lot of um this is a new weird thing we got a lot of babysitting going on from from our i don't know our one family friend um so we're like that's weird and then we kind of get like sometimes we get little snippets of rumors uh spread amongst the children and we'd be like, and we wouldn't like, we wouldn't come together and be like, okay, what information do you guys have? It was like through little exchanges accidentally kind of when we found ourselves in uh, close settings, like so brushing our teeth at the end of, you know, like before going to bed, like me and Annie's um, sink was down in the basement. Both of our rooms were down in the basement. So sometimes we'd interact, we'd like run into each other when we're like brushing our teeth to get ready to bed and we'd start chatting you know, I, I guess part of it was like, there's only room for one person. So one person would be brushing their teeth. The other person would start chatting. Then the other person would brush our teeth. And then we just start chatting for like a couple hours. And that's when it'd be like, you know, mom does this or something. Or like, oh, you know what's going on? And we were like, what? You know, it was always this just like, what the fuck? Really? Is that true? I don't even know if that's true. That sounds outlandish. And then we would never, you know. I don't know. We would never back go back to the parents and then, you know, verify. It would just kind of be like, well, I hope I find out if that's true. I don't know. Ow. <laughs> I don't remember where I started to talk about that. I think I just asked you, like, um, you when said it was, when it was disintegrating. And yeah. Like, what that looked like. And it's like, we didn't really know what was going on in yeah. their situation. Like, no, we, we would never just did. hear these inklings. Yeah. I mean, I also just found it interesting the whole, like, um, if we don't make it happen 
like uh, Annie will. Yeah. How? There were lots of. I actually picked the lowest hanging fruit when I talked about um, when I talked about Christmas oh, dinners. Oh no. There's more. The, but you were about to ask a question. Oh. Let me deflect about. Curious what there is. No, we just divert. I'll remember. That, just say there's more. Yeah. There's more. There's, there's more. more. There's no, I have a specific yeah. example that's far more sad. I don't know. I was going to ask, like, do you think that behavior still shows up? Because I can think about, uh, like, um, I will probably be faster to invite. I think for a long, I mean, I think it's so interesting. Like, a long time in our friendship, especially in the beginning, but the beginning it's, gets into some other dynamics. <laughs> um, I feel like I would reach out to you more. I think in oh general, God, yeah. I, people reach out to you more, yep, I think. Yep, yep. Than you, but you still reach yeah. out to them more over time. Like, I've seen that huh. you do that behavior more as we get older. That's been a change. That's been a deliberate change. Yeah, I was gonna that's say. been a because I've noticed how how often other people reach out to me, mm-hmm. and so many of my relationships are in you know like <clears throat> are. I mean, they're like especially since I've actually been able to see it, and start to change my behavior. It's changed, but my but like so many of my relationships are kind of just like feel have historically felt like kind of just trying to keep the pieces together. Mm-hmm. They've always felt so horrifically fragile yeah. that I'm just like sitting there, you know, like um, I'm always socially overwhelmed again, not really anymore, but um, the socially overwhelmed and like the not the feeling that things are falling apart. And so I'm just going to like hang back and catch the pieces. Yeah. Jesus. You know, it's funny, which too? is not especially adaptive. It's also funny because mm-hmm. like you don't communicate it because like no, not even like saying it directly. Yeah. Like behaviorally, really, I would never know anything is wrong. <laughs> like, That's always crazy to me. Like, That's like, crazy. You always to me. have this even keel where it's just no. like would never know anything is wrong. I still, yeah. I still remember <laughs> the one time you've I think ever yelled at me. Uh huh. And it was just, I can count on like one hand the times that I've yelled at my friend when I've been like outwardly angry. That's terrifying. That sounds like serial I, killer behavior to me for some reason. I can count on the brutal times that made me feel passion. <laughs> it's like, well, otherwise it's all cool, exacting logic. Like, <laughs> no, it's always been heavily, like, just internal, mm-hmm. internal chaos Jeez, and, man. like, burning rage. I was so angry throughout all of high school. I would not, like, I, to me, like, <clears throat> no shit. And I yeah. can kind of see little, little pieces of that. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, you're like well i thought any expression of a negative emotion or an unpleasant emotion was going to mean that all my relationships would rupture i mean i think that makes sense more like it's not just any it makes sense like basically you're being so punished for emotional displays right you can't do an emotional display because like it'll make these things fall apart and i only ever did when i was like this okay well i have to accept that this relationship might end damn or it was kind of explosive yeah. Oh, this is, it just hits me. Sorry. It's, just, it's, so, it's just really like hitting me in the chest. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Because it's just funny knowing you this whole time where it's like, yeah, I can see you being angry as a teenager. And since you had more energy, I think like you and Mason were doing stuff. And Mason mm-hmm. did dangerous stuff. You frankly were doing we dangerous did stuff. Yeah. You guys were doing dangerous stuff a lot. Yep. And I was like, all right, like that's just where he's at. Um, but I didn't think of it as anger. I felt like you were excited about that stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it was anger when I was doing dangerous stuff. I it was oh, yeah. I, I wasn't it was I was scared a lot of the time. I wasn't oh, no. it wasn't like a thrill. It was it was a thing to fit in. I had a, an acceptance oh. from Mason that I had never had before. Oh. Um, and for some reason he just like sat next to me in biology and was like 
I'm going to be your friend, which is a lot, how a lot of my friendships started to be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking why I am the target. Like I, I like I, I'm sitting here watching you pick on other people and I am the person that you should be picking on right now. I am. So I've, I've always, I mean, I used to say it a lot more, um, but I was like, I, I am an ideal target for a bully. Like I will. What does that mean? I guess, I guess <laughs> I, like, when I think of it at the time, it's I'm I'm quiet I'm reserved I'm awkward I don't know what to say I will not be able to banter with you and I will go belly up immediately <laughs> just immediate submission I think the belly up thing actually makes you somewhat of a like a so, bad target to that's exactly that. what I was thinking it's as mixed, I said though. that I was kind and of so. like oh they probably they want a response but I watched people you know at St. Anne's and in um yeah actually at St. Anne's sure the the quiet awkward one who just got bullied into the fucking ground. He did nothing. And he was, I, I don't even, I don't know. Maybe I came in kind of towards the end of his, I but like, uh, I don't remember him doing anything like behaving weird other than depressed. And he just got the shit, like not literally beat out of him, but just emotionally, just, he was the target, the primary target. If anyone's going to like make fun of anyone, they would make fun of him. It well, was the he was just, just the one person to fucking beat up on so that you can feel better about yourself. I did it too. I felt weird about it, but I was and I didn't do it to him because I felt so fucking bad. But, but like yeah, in a group without him there, yeah, totally, I'd rip into him. I wanted to be part of the group. <clears throat> I just remembered the assassination of Ik. Uh, I don't. I guess gonna say Ik the initials of the person. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's, that seems crazy, but the assassination of IK, cause I, I just like, the forgot, assassination. I forgot this whole period. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. This like, was, this was poignant for me. This he, was a big part of my, I think he was like, was he weird? I don't, was he, did no, he do I mean, anything? He, no, to, so, so there were two he, things. So one that's clear homophobia piece where like, yeah, why, he was, but why he was was effeminate him? and he like had a high voice. And and was not, like I don't small, even remember like, him having, he was small, but I don't remember him expressing, like doing anything effeminate, especially compared to me. Like I didn't know how to hold my body in the traditional masculine way, and I don't remember him having a very high voice. I th- see. I don't really remember either, but yeah. I remember like it was one of those things where like I think one of the boys was like he's gay. I, I do so remember that. Those things then became true about him. Yeah. Whether or not he behaved that way or right, not, right? It was like people were looking for that in his behavior, and you were and he was depressed. Right. Yeah. So they were kind of taking it as like. You're gay because you're quiet yeah. and you're like sad looking. Anything was gay. And you have point. like <clears throat> big pink lips and like blonde hair and mm-hmm. like you look like flail. Yeah. And like frail and yeah. like small. Yeah. Like it, it, but you're right. Like I just think about God, like St. Anthony was like just aggressive bullying. Yeah. Him. Like he was just on the bottom of the totem pole. Oh my God. So I looked at people like him <sighs> and I was like, yeah, what is the difference between me and him? Because I can't fucking detect it. But then I think about in high school, there was a similarly quiet kid who, oh, this poor, sad, small child. People would pick on him in this kind of uh, insidious, this like uh, underhanded kind of way Hmm. where they would be nice to him and be like, yeah, you're super cool. But it was, it was like satirical. It was like, you know, you're not cool. I know you know you're not cool. I'm going to pretend that you are cool and that's the joke. With the people who like are onlookers and we're like, yeah, we're shooting the shit and he's barely responding. So that's what I thought was happening to me. So I thought they were I thought they were they were interacting with me like ironically, like satirically. Yeah. Like that was the joke because that would happen at St. Anne's too. Yeah. With a certain TS. 
Jesus Christ. Who would be like, like the yeah, joke right. would be the interaction and not like, you know, just that it was happening at all. Right. That I would fathom that I could be accepted as a person from him. And like, that's the funny thing. <laughs> so fucking cruel. In such like, it's such a elevated way. Like, I know. Such a, it's such a high, so calculated. It's such a, and it's, it's, it's like the nuanced thing where, like, and, it's nuanced. It's destructive like, at under- such a core level. Yeah, we understand that nuance enough, but then we're just cruel because we yeah. don't understand like the like. Oh, that's like fucked up. Yeah, like, that's gonna like that hurts that person. Yeah, and it's weird of me to behave. This and it's way. weird of me. Yeah, because like, you know when I think about going back to that time as an adult, my brain is like, oh, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. The other part of me is like, why didn't I just say like this is kind of weird? I don't like this vibe. And I, like, I kind of, <laughs> I never said it publicly, but I, I, I was like nice to Ik. And I was approached oh, yeah. by the teacher one time and was like, can you be friends with him? We oh. need to assign friends to him because nobody's his friend, please. Like, and I was like, ah, look, I don't want to be ostracized to too. <laughs> look, teach. Look. I'm not about to fucking sacrifice my life. Like, I am not a hero. Yeah. I'm a guy trying to get And I by. also kind of didn't like him. Oh, because he was sad and not very sociable. Yeah, and like, of course, you know, I was kind of like, this is a bummer. Oh, I want to go hang God. out with my bully friends. Um, this is so, that, that, that's just <coughs> one, just one side of that's so fucking frustrating. It's a painful truth of like, yeah, when like we're depressed, like one, like these kids and all of us at the time, like fuck us because like that's a level of disregard for someone's depression that's like, Oh, I don't like you being sad. It's weird. I'm confused. I'm going to be negative towards you. Huh. Like, it's just such a broad negative stroke kids paint because we're like just so yeah. silly and simple. But, you know, some adults do that, too, with people who are depressed. Yeah, but true. also, like, there's just this research on the idea of like, and it's so painful because it's like, I think not focusing on fault doesn't help here. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, the behaviors we do when we're depressed do like degrade our social support. Yes. Yeah. Like, there's this whole like paper I remember reading on this idea of the interpersonal theory of depression Mm. talking about like one of the ways depression really sticks around is like you might start seeking like negative feedback yeah like dismiss positive feedback people give you and like seek negative and like you're gonna do things and behaviors that like even people that are well-meaning and understand Mm -hmm. are just going to like over time give them negative feelings about interacting with you and it might isolate you yeah and it's like I don't like that because I don't like the framing always of like you as the individual who are suffering, like you're doing this thing that's making it worse. Just don't mm-hmm. do that. Versus like, I'm pretty interested at these days and like, Oh, what can communities do or people around right. the person do to help? Yeah. Um, and acknowledging like, yeah, you need to acknowledge that like, this is going to feel probably bad. You're like, they're going to do things that are going to like be upsetting, mm-hmm. point them out, do things, try to support them, like mm-hmm. try to pull for what you need, like set boundaries. Like it's a complicated response, mm-hmm. but it's just this thing of like, I don't know. That's just, ugh. Yeah, I've definitely done that before. I I was like, you know, my last, one of my last like little, you know, depressive episodes. I was like, I'm so I can tell that I'm a sad sack right now. Mm. I'm such a like like a wet blanket on every interaction we have. Because when you're like, how you been? And I'm like, I'm gonna tell you the same shit as it's been. We're not exploring new territory. I'm just like bad. You know, like for all the same reasons and all the same, like, I don't know. I'm just like, we're stuck down here. But I, and so mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I like don't want to continue to wear on people like that. If nothing's changed, Yeah. you know, like what's the point of reiterating through this same entrenched, like still bad. So that's part of where like my like emotional withdrawal comes in. Cause it's like, 
what do, like I don't have anything new to bring to the table and like I don't know what are we doing here I, I don't know that it's not going to be it's not going to be like hmm. problem like problem fixing helpful so I don't know I'll just figure it out in the back end that's so interesting because like I don't know that I've ever when we've been talking been like you're being a sad sack hmm even if you were talking about sad things, because one on the other end, I'm like the number of like things I've cycled <laughs> with you. Like, I feel like our chat, like if you like were able, I don't want to go back and look at this, but if you just look back like, <laughs> carefully to like a text analysis of the last three years, yeah. you're like, so for about two and a half <laughs> years of this, you've talked about seven topics repeatedly. <laughs> you've thought through these topics from every which direction. You've also like. Literally, we can go through and just change names, mm-hmm. and it's the same conclusion. And we're kind of like, dude, just pick a different option. Just pick it. Like, just gotta, mm, like, option A. Like, again, dude, option A. It's not option A. You're on. <laughs> this is try 36. I, it's not option A, man. Like, I, I just, It really I, feels like option A this time. I want you to learn on your own. 36 I don't want to be rude. Is, mm, it's, it just can't be that, man. 36 times the charm. Like, you know it can't be that. Like, 36 this times is self-harm at this point. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, you, you, this is wrong. But it's interesting because to me, it's like, I have a little shame about that, but also, like, there's many times where I have no shame about that because this was just reality to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there was a thought of like, oh, maybe I'm being burdensome. But the other side of me is like, I mean, this gets into my own shit where I'm like, maybe I'm being burdensome, but I'll trust them to say it. Mm-hmm. But also, like, um... We should all support each other, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna support you. So like, it's chill. Mm-hmm. Also, like I wasn't thinking of it as burdensome because it was like this is just life. Yeah, like it, it didn't. It, I didn't register it as like, yeah, different. My default is internal, though. Yeah, you know, like so it's yeah. an it's an active, effortful, deliberate thing to reach out to someone or to even just respond to something more than like I'm fine. You know, like even at home. I remember a time when I came back from school and I don't know, I was pissed about whatever. And I like got a glass of water, put my, it was a, you know, it was, it was glass, uh, put it in the dishwasher and then like went to close it and it kind of got jammed on something. And I was just like, fucking God damn it. It's like shoved it in and it fucking shattered. Mm. Um, and I was like, son of a bitch and started picking up the pieces of glass and my mom came down and I was like, great. God, now I've got to fucking defend myself. And and she was like, hey, I'll take care of it. Are you okay? I was like, well, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> and then just was like, just walked away. It's like, that's like, I don't know. That's so much my default is like, Damn, yeah. just, you know. How could it not be in that type of It's <laughs> just like, so. Like, it, it, it makes total sense. It's just like. Damn, like, I feel so. I mean, this is, I don't know. I, <laughs> so I'm just thinking about a great TikTok where the guy's like, um, one guy's like, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I do this because I never really had a father and I kind of want that validation. And the other guy goes, like, um, well, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I got two dads and, like, uh, like, here, like, and he, like, call, he's, he's just like, I never called my dad. He says, yeah. like, I guess I, we don't have that relationship. Like, he's barely in my life. I'm like, I've wanted to, and he's like, dude, I've got two dads. Let me call my dad right now. Like, he doesn't even say, he yeah. starts calling his dad. His dad picks up and starts talking to him. Yeah. Um, and the first guy goes, like, 
wow, you decided just to flex on me. <laughs> yes, like, yes. Like, oh, yeah, like, um, my, my dad was my life. It's like, I got fucking two hey, dads, motherfucker. two of them. Check this out. Look, I'm going to call my dad and show how good of my connection wow. is, motherfucker. <laughs> that was mean. He's like, wow, he just, like, really decided to just fucking, like, dog me <laughs> like, for no reason. But, like, my thought was, like, oh, I'm very grateful that, like, you know, as messed up as my like some things in my family structure are, mm-hmm. there was outward expressions of like caring towards each other oh. and like huh. obligations the parent has to the child to take care of them, to love them, saying I love you to you. Like, um, there are occasions of childish emotion of Rome breaking down and getting supported. There's Whoa. also occasions of like pushing you to self-soothe. Hmm. Um, that were like sometimes helpful, sometimes like this yeah. is not the way to do this, but yeah. like. I shouldn't have to sue this. You shouldn't have done this to me. This mm-hmm. is fucked up. Um, this is a question of justice right now. This is a- <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. But like, don't get me into that because I've been learning more things in therapy about myself about like, no. oh, I do have an intense sense of justice. And yeah, I you didn't that. know that. No, I, I've known. I've known. Okay, I've I was like and loved that. No, <laughs> it's like I this has that. been a pretty Justice! like <laughs> no. upfront aspect of our friendship. No, for... no, I know it. I just know now. Know a little more. Yeah. where some of the intensity and urgency comes from. Yeah, okay. and like, like one of the like one of the things internally that will make me the angriest and then break me the most, where I'll go to a place of like it's hard to hold on to my values. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a situation where I'm like, this isn't fair. Yeah. If I perceive a situation or a dynamic as unfair, mm-hmm. God help you. Yeah. God help you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Because like, because then it's like, even if I can like finesse through it or navigate through it, maybe it's in a work situation where it's like, yeah, like you can't, this is not fair, but you have to do this because like, this is kind of how these dynamics work. Yep. Like I'll be angry, but if I can't do anything, I'll be angry at myself. I will start to hate myself. I will also like, if you looked at my words throughout the like, like if you look at my text messages at that time, I bet this is ink or just like if you just like follow me and captured my speech, you would see a higher incidence of the word coward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A higher incidence of the word like um, what does it matter? Uh huh. What does yep. it matter? Because I get so frustrated by like if we're just gonna allow for this injustice, why don't we allow for all uh-huh. injustices? Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 That sounds like, familiar. We don't have any. We have no values. Yeah. <laughs> like um, but I just like I realized where that comes from in my own family unit where it's like, oh. And also this whole idea of, like, my therapist making the point of, like, well, people, like, um, because I, I, I often say, like, people telling the truth or lying. Right. But I've noticed myself get really black and white about truth or lies. Um, and my, like, therapist made the point of, like, well, like, people tell, like, degrees of truth. Mm-hmm. Like, all of us are always saying degrees of truth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's rare that we're being completely honest or completely lying. And, like, sometimes there's, like, a lie of omission where it's, like, someone's just not, like, but, like, and also just like focusing on like how I felt about things after relationships. Uh, and she's just like, yeah, you seem to have like a really intense sense of like uh, justice and fairness. That's inflexible. I would point this out. I'm like, oh, it's inflexible sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And it comes from like that part of my upbringing where it was like, oh, it's <sighs> just the, the idiotic. Like if I say jump, you say, uh, you say how high if mm. I like, like that was the message that you were receiving as a kid. Yeah, or that like, you just obey authority no matter what. Excuses only satisfy the people making them. Oh, uh, just like it doesn't matter what happened, you're still in trouble. Like I. Oh like, Jesus! I, so the, so you were yeah, it was 100 percent correct. It was like yeah, there are no values, and like you were indoctrinated into that system of being punished in that way mm-hmm. through the idea of other kids who don't get punished are bad, 
people are letting them be bad. Mm. And I don't let you be bad. Mm-hmm. So I do these things to stop you from being bad. Mm-hmm. And so then you start tying other kids that they're bad because they don't get like hit or things mm-hmm. like this happen. They aren't disciplined in that way. God. And it just like makes you a little crazy because like as an adult now, it's like there are just so many unfairnesses or just imbalances in life. Mm-hmm. And like there's a rage in me around it. But it's a rage that comes from like these other people are bad and should be punished. Yeah. Why are we letting them go unpunished? Yeah. And it's like, but punishment doesn't help. And it's like, yeah. Mm. And, I, and it gets into this weird thing where like the system I was indoctrinated into. So what I'm talking about is like hating your kids. Don't hate your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, just all around bad. Like just bad, especially in the black community. Like well, we don't need to use corporal punishment in our community. Uh, just briefly, we don't need to continue that behavior that is directly tied to white supremacy. To mm-hmm. Directly tied. Literally slaves disciplining slaves so we can control a bigger slave population uh, when there's fewer white uh, slave owners. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's it. We can talk about it on a different time. Yeah, direct direct trace though. Um, but a part of being indoctrinated to that system was the whole every other kid is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thinking you're bad. Uh, but then like getting mad, other kids weren't disciplined in the way you were. Right. Getting mad, they get to get away with so much. Yeah. Um, and then as an adult, like when you enter a situation where things are unfair or just imbalanced like getting mad about it and like thinking the other person's a bad person. Mm-hmm. And if I interact with them, what does it say about me that I'm still continuing their interaction uh, with you? Huh. Um, it's messed up. Those leads to like a weird purest purity thing. Yeah. 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 <sighs> <laughs> but how could you tell if other people were other kids were being beaten or punished? Uh, was it all, was it the same degree of punishment too? I mean, this gets into race where it's just like the behaviors yeah. white kids do versus the behaviors black kids do. Oh yeah. 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 Do yeah. So yeah, many yeah. things where we're just like, what? Like this, the classic is like yeah. being at your white friend's house and mom's like, oh, come my. do this. Shut up, mom. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, we're going to oh. fucking die. Yeah. Like I'm going to die. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the all fuck right. are you doing? It's just all right. I'm like, what? She's that not gonna come happened? over here and shoot us in the face. <laughs> like I'm like sitting, looking at the door, like. Was that? And then when the fr- then when the white friends at your house, and like I think there was a time where one of my young white friends like tried to talk to my mom a certain way, uh-huh. and like I think he just reacted to something she said up the stairs. He reacted back, like it was his house, mm-hmm. and my dad pulled me aside. I was like, "Well, they're in this house. They are your responsibility. <sighs> Whatever they do." That is wrong. It's going to happen to you. So to have to discipline your friends, which to me was like, you just ruined the fucking sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined the sleepover. I would rather they all leave. Because yeah. <laughs> then it's like you're looking at these friends and you're just oh like, oh my God, what anxiety. Don't, don't you don't there ever is... talk to my mom like that ever again. Yeah. Please, like, just like if, if you do, and it's on me. And if it's on me, it's on you. And like, then I'm I can gonna, imagine a kid you. who has not received those like who doesn't understand mm-hmm. being like oh that's funny like i don't like let, let's push that button a little bit exactly and that was the kid i'm like you're never coming over i'm never gonna talk yeah. to you again yeah or, or it would just be the kid who's just like the classic white kid like bro like why don't you just like tell them you don't like it or just tell them <laughs> oh, no Jesus. And like the world doesn't just fucking move when uh-huh. I speak Brad. <laughs> like, that's not a universal thing. Right. Goddamn blonde haired, blue eyed son of uh-huh. a bitch. Like, what? Like, just tell them, like, no. Tell them you're going to get to it later, <laughs> if at all. I'm like, what? <laughs> and your parents just take that? Yeah, then they just do it themselves. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. What? 
Well, I'm just sitting there thinking like, if I asked for water, like my dad was like, hey, come get me water. I'm like, oh, can you do it? God help my fucking soul. Rookie mistake. <laughs> like, rookie, rookie mistake. You were playing the Xbox and weren't paying attention. Right. You said it. You're just like, and sometimes you get, you get lucky. Sometimes the response is, excuse me? Uh, Twitch, you're you like, a second chance. Which is like, look, <laughs> you all fucked right. up. Okay. We all saw it. Okay. But he doesn't feel like whooping your ass right now. Mm-hmm. And like, you, and you just, you just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just say, just say yes, sir, or something like that. But then sometimes I'd be in a mood where I'm like, so just real quick. First time I got like like spanked, corporal punishment. The first time that happened to me, I just remember that the first time. But the time I remember has been a really impactful time. Is one time my dad came home with groceries, and you know oh, I don't know if so this sad. is normal, but like for us, it was like known that if the parent comes home with groceries, the kids have to go outside and get the groceries and take them in. The parent mm. would not do it. If the parent did it, there's an issue. Mm. Um, so like I'd have to go do that. And one time, I, I think I don't even know how old I was. I was young. I was like probably five or six, I think. Maybe around there. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm a kid. I'm observing the system. I'm like, wait a second. Why do I have to involuntarily stop what I am doing? Go get these groceries. I don't want, I don't want to have this shit. <laughs> Bring them inside. When you want to, because you bought them on your schedule. I like <laughs> didn't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm learned about slavery at the same time. I think I think I learned about slavery at some point. And so I'm connecting like this is tantamount to slavery. Mm-hmm. So what I say is, why do the kids have to be the slaves? Ooh. My dad took off his belt and just whacked me right there. And like, and I, so I'm at, I'm at the kitchen cabinet. This is pretty graphic for people who I, I don't know. If, like, I don't know. This stuff is so normalized yeah. <laughs> for me that I'm like, oh, this is stuff that happened to me. And like, also like, this is stuff that like for a lot of black people, we have stories like this. Uh, I, these rates are actually not higher in our community. It's just like, I just think that's, I, I don't know. I think it's just tied to white supremacy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe they are. I actually haven't looked at the rates, but I think the rates are actually equal across different cultural groups. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, but I, I, that just seems wrong. Well, intuitively rates wrong. don't really account for like frequency and severity, right? No. You know, um, like, or even oh, yes, I spank my kids. You know, like the self-report of like that versus like how often and for what and how, you know, using what and yeah, right. how the, hard. The and definitions how, are like yeah. how you actually get people to report correctly on this. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. But, um... The way it's happened is like I'm at like a kitchen cabinet, um, and like I don't know if my pants were down or not. I'm being whacked with a belt. The cabinet's open but below, mm-hmm. so I'm like mm-hmm. kind of almost bent inside. It's been whacked, oh, whacked. God. So I cry. I'm like crying, and the thing is, like, <sighs> after those things, you sometimes be crying, and like <laughs> sometimes people like have to get around you to finish the task they're doing. <laughs> or like Jeez. sometimes you have to come uh, down I, for dinner 30 minutes hey, later. Excuse me. And it's like, hey, I made food. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not really. Room. I'm still outside of my body right now. I'm still playing life in third person. Give me a fucking second. Well, you're this weird like, fuck you. I don't want any fucking food you made, you yeah, Right. Of <laughs> now you're going to try to caretaker me. You betrayed me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you get yelled at because if you start crying too much, then it's like, stop stop crying. Jesus Christ. I'm just thinking about, like, it's just, it's horrible because also, like, the other siblings trying so hard not to laugh. I just, oh my God. This is is awful. This is awful. But I think about, like, 
a time where it happens to my sister and we're eating dinner and she's like eating but like just like sniveling you know like Pineapple Express that movie mm-hmm you know when James Franco's eating that sandwich and crying? Mm-hmm. That's happening at oh, dinner. No. My sister's doing that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm so hard not to cry. Because if I cry, I'm going to get hit for yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like trying thing. so hard not to laugh. Yeah, you're trying to laugh because you're just like, eating <laughs> 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 your food. And someone's just like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you're Christ. like, it's horrible, but like that's kind of how we coped a little bit. It Man. was also just like, kind of funny. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Uh, but that ties into a weird sense of justice I have. That is clearly tied to abuse. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yep. That makes sense. This was kind of getting off track from, uh, I think this, this connected, because I was essentially saying like my parents displayed a lot of, um, they did a lot of modeling of, it's okay to come to us with your emotions. Huh. Even if they weren't super effective always. There was a lot of like yeah. soothing when I was younger. So it I seemed think- like there was so much sometimes erratic punishment too it doesn't i'm surprised that it was like oh yes yeah maybe it wasn't emotional punishment it was based on like behavior i mean like not emotional punishment but punishment in response to emotion that's the thing it was never it was it was never so that's another thing i think it's interesting we're like in the black community at least with family units like sure i'm sure that sometimes there's this thing so I think I, I this is a, a thing I'm gonna say. Uh, I think I'm right, but I don't know. Where it's like it seems like in white families, there's a much more emotional like punishment and emotional yeah, like negativity. Very, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in black families, it's sort yeah. of like, and this is on average, it's more like there's no emotion at all, <laughs> or like you're being hit or something. Mm-hmm. But like you're you always get positive emotional like I love you, this you like I take care of you like there's always that positive I'm your parent I'm doing this job and uh-huh. I care about you uh-huh. um, and I'm hitting you because I care about you I'm doing these things because I care about you I'm trying to keep you off the streets I'm trying to keep you from hurting you I'm trying right. to do these things I'm feeding you there isn't this covert like it, I don't like you I'm like yeah. fucking with you emotionally it's just like uh-huh. we get fucked with emotionally yeah. because of what happens yeah. but it's not this like that's what I'm responding this to insidious, I think because I see like, the like passive aggressive like, yeah passive aggressive or just like rampant repression you know just yeah, like God. like the the punishing is most like the the emotional punishment in my family was mostly just from the absence of a response mm-hmm. you know like yeah, when you right, reach out for exactly. something and it just be like crickets uh, yeah, like not, yeah. okay that was not the thing to do. We will not do that again. Right. And that's, I mean, it makes sense that you learn not to do that. Then. Yeah. Like if that, again, and you learn how to fix your shit on your own, you know, like you learn, not, not fix your shit, but just like endure. Endure. Yeah. You just learn how to like, yeah. No, I mean, I think going back to reinforcement and punishment, like, uh-huh. yeah, like reaching out that, like that absence all of goes response back to reinforcement so and punishment. It all does. That's all we are. Jesus Christ. We're our goddamn slot machines. Up, yep. down, up, down. That's all it fucking is. Yep. Um, and then some thoughts on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that rationalize whatever just happened with your reinforcement and tries to... But it feels like it's all going forward feels in like time for yep, you. Yep, yep, Anyway. Yeah, like you were... That was so punishing to have that response. Mm-hmm. It's interesting too because like in my situation, I did end up there Mm-hmm. So I did end up in that place of like you deal with certain things on your own, right? Where because it was like you know the ad the, like the type of support you would get, I would get from my parents, and also I think a lot of black parents, it's just so different. Where it's like I didn't have the like TV show the parents talk through the emotional issue with you. Yeah, I kind of had the like sometimes supportive like, what do you want to do? Hmm. You do that, or like um. 
sometimes there'd be a direct pushback against us asking for support in that way. Hmm. Um, but I just like learned pretty quickly. I'm like, oh, y'all like are stuck in ways about some things. They're not willing to talk about certain things. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the certain aspect of like my emotional life that you don't want to engage in because it also like requires you to engage in a part of your emotional yeah. life that like, clearly you're avoiding as yep. like a black person who grew up in America at the time you grew up, <laughs> just, where it's just like, no, we're all, we're not gonna go there. Mom, Dad, like, why don't you tell us about like your life when you were younger, your achievements? We're not talking about that. Why do we need to talk about that? Like, oh, well, because we're your kids. I'm interested in your life. Why would I want to talk about that? Why do I want to relive that? I'm here. Right. Like, yeah. okay, you're getting, you're having a real like strong response to that. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? What do you want to know? Oh, like, <laughs> what, was, what do you want to know? What was this like? It was fine. It was fine. Yes, <laughs> just what is fine me? It's like, tell it me about your time fine. in what college. Do you mean it, was fine? it was fine. It was fine in college. It happened. <laughs> Uh, why I, are you being so yeah. hostile right now, dude? I'm not being hostile. You're asking me questions, I'm answering questions. How am I being hostile? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> isn't this hostile? Yeah. Well, yeah, now because you're asking, you're saying I'm not <laughs> engaging with you. I'm like, because you're clearly not. I'm like, wait, this person's trying their best. Right. And like, they are perceiving me as being like, you're not doing it. I'm like, I answered your question in uh-huh. what I perceive to be an intimate way. Right. I'm like, yes. that's not yes. fucking intimate. You said you're fine. Like, that tells me nothing. Yeah. What do you want to know? I'm not just gonna tell you about it. <laughs> Look, why not? What's important to you? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I tried to fucking think about that shit. Right. Learned forgetting. <sighs> God damn it. It's just like, ugh. But I think that like led me to the similar, like we went different paths there, but mm-hmm. in that like you kind of deal with it on your own. But I do have a flavor of like outward emotional expression that comes from. Yeah, I think that's another that thing that's much more common in, in black families too. I mean, in black, you know, just emotional expression at all. It's mm-hmm. it's like one of the things that's, that was like jarring about being around so many black people in high school. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there is so much expression going on. Yeah, right. What is happening? We're often we are like, supposed to be, especially like Catholic school, where it's yeah, like, oh my God. eyes forward. Don't express <laughs> full hatred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, it, it's it, it is so true. Like it's um, there's no expression. I mean, you know, I think about all the jokes about like white people being stiff and things like that, mm-hmm. and like y'all are often like hurt puppies, like something like 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 y'all are demons, like fucking oh, demons, absolutely. And like, there's so much like there's times where I'm like we're like talking to white people, and I'm like, are y'all okay? Mm-hmm. We are very as a group, we are very detached from our emotional lives in a <sighs> catastrophic way. Just doing fucked up things to each other. Or like, uh-huh. Y'all are savages. Yep. Like y'all won. Like y'all dominated <laughs> the world through savagery. Uh-huh. Like we thought, like, oh, maybe you guys have more advanced systems. Or like, no, we just kill each other for power. It's yep. like what? Yep. Why? Which really incentivizes building better killing tools. Jesus Christ. I mean, there is that whole like, um, I don't know, someone put I I haven't researched this at all. I do not know anything about this topic. But there, I think there was some like political scientist talking about like a political historian talking about like the domination of Europe being due to all the war that was there and disease where it's mm. like Europe more than any other place in the world advanced its military technology ah. because of the constant war of like just how it's positioned. That makes sense. And just like the violence of that. Yeah. Those cultures of the time. And huh. then like even if other places have more advanced other types of technology, they may not have as advanced weaponry. Yep. Europe and was like, a mess. And also disease. Like, yeah. more disease variation potential. I mean, Africa seems huh. like it would have more, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know enough about diseases to even know what I mean when I well, say disease Well, there were a couple variation. 
gnarly ones. You know, the Black Plague wiped out fucking a huge percentage of, of mm-hmm. Europe. I guess that's, those are just like, I don't know, maybe it's just part of the Eurocentric um yeah, we whatever history like education yeah, like yeah what are the ones that i know about like oh well what the fuck ones are that are the ones that i'm going to know about like <laughs> also the idea of europe being a continent at all yeah like it's not it's no Asia yeah. and europe are one landmass yeah but we like split them why yeah <laughs> racism yeah like it's ridiculous um pretty not pretty unsubtle mm-hmm. this is important this small area why this, this is one? important man yeah Fuck off. Like, it's important, okay? Like, why are you asking me <laughs> fucking questions, bro? Um, it's savage. I mean, it's, it's just, like, it's just funny why, like, sometimes, like, you know, it, it's funny. Like, sometimes, like, I think growing up with white people, it's like, oh, oh, y'all sometimes do stuff that's, like, funny and interesting and, like, different from what we do. And, like, sometimes so there's a part of hanging out with white friends that's like, oh, my God, this is so liberating. Hmm. Like, you all just do shit and aren't hmm. thinking about the things we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And also, you talk back to each other in ways where I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> Not all of you, but, like, I'll see that enough that I'm like, okay, that's wild. I guess y'all, like, see yourselves as people. Yeah, but yeah. my home, it's like, what you're a person. You're a fucking kid. You're right. You're told. Yeah. Like, you are a... Yeah. You are a... You are a piece of this family. Um but then also you guys do stuff sometimes where I'm like, oh, y'all like are just all islands? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why would I care about other people? I'm like, what do you mean? Just, They're like living I in the just... same, like clearly you need to get along. Like I've seen the same movies as you. It's like, yeah, but like why would I actually give a shit about any other human being who's not me or who doesn't advance my interests? Mm-hmm. The fuck are you saying, man? Like, <laughs> No, I just genuinely don't understand. It's not a, not an indignant thing. It's literally just like, what? but why though? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> It's it's damaging. It's terrifying. It's really hard to undo, is what I'm finding in my in my now early thirties. I mean, yeah, I think. Oh, so this all co- this ties. I'm a ties very me. individualistic person. Yeah, and this ties me to this idea. I guess we're approaching here, but there's like again a TikTok I saw, but they talk about like how individualism is so baked into white culture. Oh yeah, and like it's a tool of white supremacy. Oh yeah, um, which just like. And little things like um, even when you're growing up, like how much do you see your room as an isolated unit? Uh That was a really nice uh, comparison. I saw that one too. It was basically, uh, it was a black woman who was talking about um, the difference between cleaning a room in a, in a white household versus a, versus a black household where um, if company's coming over in a black household, all the rooms have to be clean. Mm -hmm. My room as a kid Mm -hmm. That's upstairs. People aren't going to go into needs to be clean because mm-hmm. it's the house. The house needs to be clean. And it's I, part of the house. And if yeah. I finish taking care of cleaning an area, I should necessarily be going to a different area of the house to help clean it. Right. I, yeah. It's not just like clean up my space. Yep. You'd the the kid would come and be like, okay, can I go do this now? My room's clean. And they're like, is your sister's room clean? I'm like, yeah. no. But like, the, look, I said the house has to be clean. Yep. Your sister's room and your room are part of the house. Yep. Whereas, yeah, in white in white households, it was I did my chores. I'm done. You didn't do your chores yet. Too bad. I'm gonna go play video games. Mom yeah. said after we're done with our chores, we can go play video games, and I'm done with mine, so I'm gonna play video games. Bastards. And that'd be fine. And now we wonder why we're in this goddamn mess. Mm-hmm. I know it is kind of crazy that we wonder why we're in this mess when it's just so abundantly clear. It, I mean, and it's one of the biggest like mind fucks of you know kind of the process in the last few years of of 
becoming more consciously aware of these patterns, seeing how becoming harm, one of the good ones. Becoming one of the Yeah, I just want to be clear that I'm one of the good savior. ones. Don't yeah, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to uh, to lead the masses of <laughs> you less good ones <laughs> of um, <clears throat> you know becoming more consciously aware of how how much harm the individualism causes in my life. And then being thrust into academia, well, not thrust in choosing to fucking join academia in a very individualistic space, in a very white supremacy structured space. Woo. Um, and being like, oh, I'm fucking stuck here. I'm not, I don't know. It's, I'm not stuck here, but I'm like replaying so many of the like, uh, so many of the patterns of childhood and existence that I just fucking don't want to do the hyper independence, mm -hmm. the, you are your own Island. And like, you are the only one who can, who's working on this, who knows anything about this. You can't go to anyone for help. They will be ineffective. You have to know who, like how to ask the perfect question. When you're asking them that question, you're actually taking their time. You are consuming a resource that is precious to them just like when someone else is coming to you, they are taking a resource that is precious to you. If you both land on something that's mutually helpful, that's great. That's kind of an accident. What a depressing, like, people. Reality. It's funny because, like, I had a meeting this week where I was talking to all my uh, advisors, collaborators, and they were like, oh, like, what are you interested in doing? I was thinking about this, and it was like, okay, why don't we, like, consciously choose something that is a collaboration between us that will be fun for us to work on together? And that'll Why get us something. That? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, because that's the fun of it. Even like, a collaboration is, ooh, I'm just going to use your resources. It still feels it still feels like consumpt consumptive. Yeah. You know, like our collaborations aren't, we are both working together for a collective goal. It's, um, I need to do this thing and I need your resources. So I'm going to put your name on this paper, but I'm going to use your resources. Wow. That's and I was even, I've started, you know, like I've, uh, someone recently um, commented that it's to your advantage to conform to the, I don't know, the nature of the work environment, whether it tends towards collective or individualistic. Um, and I was like, uh, I don't know. That's been like at the forefront of my mind. What an individualistic viewpoint too. It is. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To your advantage, as if that's the only thing um, you want to maximize. Well, and I was, yeah, I was asking. It was framed in the question, um, "What is a workplace to you? Um, mm -hmm. What is a workplace to your like identity? Do you feel a sense of of a collective identity where, you know, the group is important to you, the wealth, the wealthy, the the well being of the group, the welfare of the group, or are you more individualistic, where you're kind of more focused on your own achievements?" And and I was like, "Yeah, I tend like I prefer a more collective." group like by default i you know i feel a belonging to the to the group and a responsibility to whatever add to the collective you know i do i'll do extra shit if you know for for the good of the group um and that's when she was like well it depends and i was like no, no no but like what do you like she's like i like to be successful and you know like i mean it wasn't phrased like that she was grappling with the the question and it wasn't like, I want to be successful. Mm -hmm. What it was, was I want to survive. 
Jesus it was, Christ. she didn't yeah. say that, but that's what I, you know, and I don't know if she would agree with that, but that's kind of the sense that I came away with, which is like, look, we're trying to survive here. So if this is an individualistic setting, then we're going to be individualistic. Cause why the fuck would we not? If we're a collective in an individualistic setting, we will get burned the fuck out, which is exactly what happened to me in my first, you know, I've had to go like ebb and flow, big ebb and flow of like, let's really pour, you know, pour into cohesion in this group and just get burned the hell out. Yeah. But when nothing catches and nobody is with you and you're just thrust further onto this island. Mm. Oh, I had a t- I had a moment recently where um someone who is kind of, you know, in my lab but also just big, part of a bigger kind of collection of labs, we're doing like um multi uh, what multi multi center whatever multi institution <laughs> initiatives and stuff, um, and she was like, "Hey, is there you know a description of this whole workflow?" And I was like, "Well, no, because most of the time, each piece of this workflow is really separate. Um, honestly, even between like grad students, sometimes like the grad one grad student will do the first couple parts, and then another grad student will do parts three and four." Um, just because it takes, I don't know, it's been high labor kind of, it's just taken a lot. Uh, so she was like, she just kept on asking about like, was there like a skeleton or anything that, you know, I was like, nope. And I was like, she's asking me indirectly to write one up, but I'm not going to do it unless she directly asks me. Cause this is kind of a waste of my time right. and it's, you know, or by a waste of my time, I mean, it's not going to directly benefit me because yeah. I have already gotten what I need out of this workflow. I'm involved in this workflow. I know every piece of it. I know the later half more than the earlier half, but I could totally get, I could definitely get you a skeleton, but I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that unless you specifically ask me for it. And then someone was like, oh yeah, that's a really individualistic thing. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have been completely indoctrinated into this. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's hard. Cause like, you know what I was going to say is that like, it's hard. Cause what I was going to say is like, I think it's a bit of both where it's like, I think if you are not a little individualistic in an individualistic kind of setting, mm-hmm. you are going to overload yourself, be burned out because people are going to take advantage of that. Like, willingness to help but yeah. not necessarily reciprocate right and if you are not reactive to that then yeah you're gonna end up in a situation where like a lot of people are uh kind of getting things from you or like kind of draining it for you but not necessarily giving anything back to you mm-hmm. and if you feel good that you might feel good but you're probably gonna get burned out but mm-hmm. also like at the end of the day the thing you need to prosper in this place you may not have yeah exactly um, and it's just a hard thing of like you know one thing i think is interesting is i work with someone who like you know, knows enough of those rules to like do some individual things, like ha- like get those things going, but always does them in a collaborative way. Like it's very hmm. thoughtful about who they work with, mm-hmm. uh, work with people who like value working and acting and like treating each other a certain way, supporting each other in certain ways, and therefore like rely on each other and will do those things because it's like a tit for tat where it's like, hey, if you do this, I can later bring up I did this and then you'll do something else, hmm. but we both benefit from it. So it's like it's an ongoing, collaborative, supportive thing that's really important, and people like engage with it thoughtfully, um, and don't work with assholes. If someone's an asshole, like they will like try not to work with that person in the future. Yeah. Of course, that makes sense. You know, kind of punish behavior that you don't that you don't fucking want to see, and hope that they figure it out. And minimum, you don't have to deal fuck with them. Fuck them if they figure it fuck out. Them fuck them if they, yeah. Not your problem. I, I I don't think that a lot of 
there are definitely some assholes in, you know, like in my department, but I think a lot of them, um, a lot of them aren't. And a lot of them still have that very individualistic view of, of like collaboration. It just still, I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those things that like, I, I like what it, I, it's a question that I've been asking a lot in my PhD. What is the minimum that we need to have something like a collaborative environment? You know, like I've asked it in a lot of different contexts because it's been so lacking in, so, you know, there's been so many things, so many unmet needs of like, I don't feel a sense of community. Well, what are the minimum pieces that I need to feel community? You know, like it's one of those things that just tends to just like kind of happen. There's lots of little things that go into them and you kind of feel it. You know, it when it, you, when you feel it, but then when it's not there, you're like, how do I build this? Well, I think, yeah, you know it because it's been there for our entire lives. We've been in situations where communities naturally are going to form mm-hmm. versus now, like, as you get to grad school and on, like, it doesn't work that way. Like, grad school still a community, but, like... I was going to say, like, there are more. definitely some ingrained communities of, yeah. you know, like, the lab or, you know, earlier on, the, the program, you know, your program members, mm-hmm. maybe even later on, too, if you're... Uh, I'm in an umbrella program, so we just kind of scattered um, in a bunch of different departments. But well, I the think more it gets into intentionality, like my my program was the same. Mm-hmm. But clinical people were kind of together because of our unique track. But yeah, people did also like the clinical people would disappear and not be friends with anyone else. Yep, I was friends with a lot of non-clinical people. Just yeah, it was like people are cool. Yeah, but then just like the different lab spaces and you know, like yeah. your lab where you're in every day, um, yeah. you spend hours in your group meeting groups, which somehow sometimes have combinations of labs and they're just like, but they're still, you know, it's, it's not there. It's still just so isolating. Mm-hmm. So depressing. Yeah. So like the group structures are there, you know, I why aren't gonna, they communities? I was going to say like, you know, one thing I think about with this stuff is like, so when we talk about using skills, so this is something I think about in therapy a lot. When I talk about using skills to change the situation and uh, that mic, when I talk about, so this is something I talk about. And, oh my God, I don't want to just get it in there. Jesus Christ. This is, I really don't like this. I don't like, I want to be clear, everyone. Like, I'm under duress. Eat that mic. I'm under duress when he does that. Um, Slide it right into his face. Jesus Christ. Um, so, this is something I uh, talk about in therapy a lot. So, when you're trying to use like some skills, you're trying to do something to change the situation. Um, say you're like, I am stoked right now. I'm like, wait a minute. He's about to tell me what to do. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, wait till the end. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's, that's so funny you I say like, that. I oh, Wow, the rush of optimism <laughs> that I feel like, oh, you're going to tell me about, like, what, oh, the guidance. The guy, wait a minute. Here oh, it is. No. Okay. This is what I've been waiting for. Um, ooh. Okay, just go ahead uh, and finish. I'm just going to go for it. So, um, when I talk to people about, like, using skills that shift into personal situations, so, like, get something you want, preserve a relationship or like maintain your self-respect or some combination of those. We also talk about the things that get in the way. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, worry you have about how the interaction will go. You don't know how to do the thing. You know what you need to do, but you don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the not the right time thing fits into this broader idea of sometimes the environment is too powerful. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes like you're in a situation where like, oh, this culture is so strongly this way um, and people are so resistant to change here. Mm-hmm. You are not realistically going to be able to make the changes you want to on the time scale you want to make it in yeah. this space. Yep. 
in which case it may be more effective to switch to a different goal, which doesn't have to be like not just dealing with the situation. It could also be like, okay, well, how do you create a small community within this, knowing yeah. that this location will not reward that right. and will like fight against you? Do you want to make a community outside of this place? Like there's different ways to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but that's just what I was thinking about with the, your department and like, you know, in some ways my own department back at uh, my grad school, I think about like, there are certain things that I believe could change and I try to put energy into changing. At the same time, something I think about my grad school and maybe yours is like, there there are parts of that environment that are too powerful mm -hmm. that will not change. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they will change, but like, they are going over the, to be- Over generations of students, not of trainees, not, not <laughs> you know, it's too little too late for me, which is something that I've been saying yeah. for a while. And mm -hmm. something that I've accepted more recently, you know, like Jesus. emotionally accepted as like, yeah, and I don't know. Part of this is just coming to like an emotional steady state too of like, you know, <coughs> but it's funny, like the emotional steady state comes and goes because I was, I just came back from a little trip to, uh, to Columbus. <coughs> um, and it was a great trip. I was very restful, very, you know, like I had a great time and then I came back and I was like, boy, this feels like doing a long wall sit and eventually you just kind of like you equilibrate your suffering equilibrates and you're like, okay, there's a certain amount of discomfort that's not really getting higher and it's, I can endure it. And then you stand up and you're like, ah, sweet relief for a second. And then they're like, okay, next set. You're like, no, God. <laughs> and you have to get used to it all over again. Jeez. It's it's like it's like a, a hit training, high intensity interval training. Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, come on, fuck! I should have just never even gotten up in between. I shouldn't even fucking rested. God damn it! Yeah, right. It's not so. It's not like hit at all. But, um, but that's how I felt coming back. I'm fucking rat in a cage. Yeah. We're back in this. I'm like, I know this fucking room. I know this room. The red square is always on the north wall. And the, like, oh, oh, God. Why is the floor all wires? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm going to fucking die. Well, thanks for listening. A little peek into the family dynamics of your hosts, your co-hosts. It was, again, another kind of impromptu topic, but um, I'm interested in having some of my family members on as a guests in the, in the near-ish future because I think had some interesting shame journeys in addition to just learning more about the context of of our lives and the context of you know thinking more deliberately about the context of how we've grown up and the systems that we exist in now mm -hmm. yeah and i think like there's some stuff about emotional expression here shame and things mm -hmm. like that yeah but i think shame still uh there's, there's still a shame thread through all this uh even if it's a little less explicit at least to me it seems a little less explicit today mm -hmm. but yeah. i think we'll wrap this up on the next one we're gonna kind of want to continue this um and kind of tighten up a little bit so i think there's some specific things to think about yeah so thanks for listening